It's gonna be an exciting video. Uh, we got some amazing news that came out this morning uh, regarding Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. I know we've talked a lot about potentially trading them off. Mac Bosa, we did a video yesterday. Uh, my brother James did a video yesterday about Austin Eckler potentially being a trade target. Well, you know what? We're starting to kind of see some movements finally in this front office discussing how we're gonna get underneath the salary cap moving forward. So guys, let's get into it. All right, guys. So uh, as we discuss, I want to talk a little bit about some funny information on the old mass Singer here. It's a show I do not watch, um, but pretty interesting news that came out this morning. Guess who this is? This is Keenan Allen. Uh, he was on the mass Singer. He actually did a really good job. I, I was very shocked. He had a really good voice and he did an awesome job, uh, you know, representing um, himself and obviously the Chargers. But it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I won't go too deep into this, but you should watch these videos. He did a great job. And I think that there's a lot of kind of interesting information on this. Well, funny situation on this. Um, it immediately at the very end started talking about his uh, salary cap and his restructuring right now. So on Thursday, Allen has contracts restructured by Los Angeles, clearing nearly $9 million in the salary cap. Any speculation charge would release him or trade the 30-year-old wide receiver. Okay, so we put that baby to bed, right? We also know Mike Williams had his contract restructured. Now, let me make this very clear. Most likely, I Again, we don't know all the exact numbers. Again, all this is somewhat speculation at this point, but they're going to get still paid the same amount of money um, that they would uh, moving forward, right? I mean, it's just they're just maybe getting paid more money now, deferring some of the money maybe a year or two down the road, so on and so forth during their contract, making some more guaranteed maybe a year or two down the road. Um, but it brings up an interesting question, right, to me. And, and let me go to the, the, the heart of the matter, and we'll talk more about, really, uh, both of these gentlemen, uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. Again, they shed nearly 14.4 million against the cap per report. Again, per report. So all the details on this aren't there, right? But again, this is kind of breaking news at this point. We want to kind of show you what's relevant today. And right now, these two gentlemen are relevant today for the Chargers and us also as Charger fans. So we can breathe easy that they are on our team moving forward. Um, and it's great. Now, I want to talk about two things in the, on that in general. The fact that they're willing to restructure their contract says a lot about their belief in our team as a whole. Um, you know, a lot of these guys can say, sorry, I, I like the contract the way it is. I'm not willing to restructure. Well, again, these gentlemen are going to get paid, maybe just more upfront now, maybe a little bit later. But again, they're working the numbers to make it work. But this is such a good sign of how healthy our team is moving forward. Now, agree or disagree with me, I'm going to say something pretty controversial here. A lot of people have talked about Brandon Staley, Tom Telesco, um, and also the Spanos family. And again, I've been hypercritical of them as well. But this is a great example of players being willing to stay in L.A. Now, I just showed you a video or a, an article about this man, Keenan Allen, being a gargoyle singing on national television. Well, you know what? Why he wants to stay in L.A.? Because he gets to go on shows like that. It's very easy for him to do it, very easy for him to participate. And football's not going to be his career his entire life, right? He's already 30 years old. You know, that's, start, that's when, you know, careers start sort of winding down, right? Especially wide receivers in some of these positions. So, you know, you clearly they want to stay in L.A., right? And they are helping the team being team players, making it work financially for this organization so they can go out and get more weapons, you know, free up some cap space so they can go out and get more weapons and do some things. Now, we're going to go through the entire cap space here in a bit. We have a cap tracker that you guys should check out because it's 
very informative, very interesting information. It actually already updated this morning just on this news, which I think is really cool. So again, let's go into this a little bit right here. So Allen was set to get 21.7 million against an LA book. Mike William, almost 19 million. Now they will only hit the cap sheet around 12.8 million and 13.5 million respectively over the cap. Again, I'm going to go into that a little bit more. Um, it's going to be really nice, right? So um, their cap hits for 2024 season will rise significantly. Again, kicking in the can down the road, as Pat McAfee likes to always say, the salary cap is a myth. All they're really doing is accounting and moving dollars down the road. That's all they're doing. So they're basically saying, great, let's pay you less this year, but you'll get paid more in 2024, right? You still have dollars that are there where you're just taking less now, right? Maybe more guaranteed money, maybe erasing some of the clauses, but that's a big part of what's going on right now. So again, it's pretty interesting because there's a lot of money uh, available in 2024 season. So I'll go into that a little bit more in detail as well, too. But one of the things that I will say also, um, I think a big reason why these gentlemen want to stay with us as again, as I already mentioned, Brandon Staley, uh, they're behind him. Um, and I think the other thing too, is we got Kellen Moore. I think they can light up the scoreboard with Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is very clearly wanting to light up the scoreboard and absolutely just start destroying other teams. And with these guys at the helm, uh, you know, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, we have a good chance of making that happen, right? And we got Josh Palmer, who's still on his rookie contract, Jalen Guyton. We got to resign him, get him on board. Um, we could do really well, right? And I think bottom line, uh, with Kellen Moore at the helm running the offense, we're going to see some explosiveness this season. So I'm going to go into more some of my predictions, what we might see next, maybe tomorrow uh, or over the weekend. But let's talk a little bit more about that. And again, we still got our big, big nut right now, our, our crown jewel, and that's Justin Herbert, right? We got to pay him eventually. And that's what this stuff does. It frees up money that we can move around, kind of rob Peter to pay Paul. And that's essentially the strategy moving forward, right? But again, you know, we all know that they had injuries last season. There's a lot to discuss. But again, I think it is interesting at the, at the end of the article here, it says, even with that duo back on the field, or in the fold, I should say, the Chargers likely still need to add speed and explosiveness to their offense and avoid some of the things that held the unit back from former offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi. Again, Moore's offense in Dallas was the best in the NFL, gaining yards and scoring points, but also struggled in tough playoff matchups against teams like the Niners that were able to take away the deep passing and force them to try and move the ball downfield in smaller chunks. I think this is exactly accurate. This 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 paragraph is 100% amazing. And, and again, it illustrates what they can see as a team moving forward. So this is exciting, right? To me, this is exciting knowing we're starting to see a path of victory we're starting to see these players really be, you know, invested to see what's going on. Now, again, the Niners had the number one defense in the league, if I'm not mistaken. So it's difficult to be successful against the Niners, bottom line, right? It's just not going to be easy. But my point in saying this is that, again, having these guys back, it'll definitely be easier for us. Because, again, guys, we're here for a playoff run. If we don't make the playoffs this next year, that'll be a huge, huge disappointment um, as a whole. So, all right, so let's go into the uh, the final article that I want to discuss, right? And this is really just discussing, kind of breaking down the cap space um, for the Chargers. Now, notice total cap liabilities, $334 million and change. Um, yeah, so we're right there. So dead cap space now, again, we're down, it was what, $20 million? Now we're only at 6.9. Okay, still got some work to do. Well, let's take a look at this really quickly. So right now, you got Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Now, my bold prediction, these two guys are next. 
Um, I think they'll probably announce these kind of in tandem, um, which I think makes sense, much like they announced in tandem Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, right? So the good news is it's going to free up a lot of space. I mean, there's a lot of money we're going to be giving. I mean, base salary, $24 million. Kilomax, $17 million. Bonuses. So how they're going to restructure that, I don't quite know. But I do believe these guys will be back next season. But they will have to restructure their contract to some degree. Now, my, my belief, if, if you can get them down to, if you do the simple math, back of the mat, napkin math, if we did basically the same of what they did, they saved $14 million. You add this all up, you'd probably be around $14 uh, million That would we probably about $10 million in cap space that we could work with. Well, $10 million in cap space is kind of what you want going into the draft. So I think there's going to be some other things that are going to happen moving forward to potentially get that cap down a little more. Now, if they did nothing, there's one person on this list that they probably will let go that has been discussed many times over that would get them really close to being completely underneath the cap. And it's this guy right here, Matt Filer. Well, actually, apologies. He will get you completely under the cap, $8.5 million. So bottom line, if we just released him, uh, it would get us pretty much where we need to be alone. Now, the other person that they talked about was Everett. Um, after this happened, and I think if they can if they can restructure Joe, uh, Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, heck, maybe not even J.C. Jackson. You never know. These three people might also have restructuring, which could be very interesting to see. So, again, it's nice to finally see the Chargers have some momentum. Again, on this channel, it's kind of interesting. We've been sitting back here talking about this all day and every day, and we're like, okay, well, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And a lot of this is hypothetical because, you know, bottom line, we had to know that this cap space was going to be available for, you know, movement or people being signed moving forward. I mean, it, as it stands now with us being over the cap, we can't even sign our rookies that we're going to pick in the draft. Right. So we have to be underneath that cap space moving forward. So we're going to use that as a tracker. I want to continue discussing this, but what are your thoughts? I mean, to me in wrapping up in summation, this says so much about one the team is bought in on Brandon Staley, right? I think this is a great step in the right direction that this team is showing that they believe in him. They believe in Kellen Moore. They're excited for Kellen Moore. They know Kellen Moore is going to light up the scoreboard. We're going to do very well offensively next season. Hopefully we even improve defensively next season, but it is the step in the right direction for us getting where we need to be as a team. And it's going to free up some money so we can actually maybe potentially sign somebody else in free agency, right? You know, what if Drew Tranquil walks? Well, you know, there's a lot of people out there in linebacker roles. I, um, Hendricks, I believe, from the Vikings would just let go, I believe, yesterday, right? So he could be a potential target that we could bring in if we don't sign someone like a Drew Tranquil because Drew Tranquil is going to ask for a lot of money, right? This is his big dollar contract, right? He had a great season. He probably will get a very big contract. So depending on how much money is, is freed up in cap space will really determine how many of these folks that we want to get back. Now, the two people I'm going to suggest, and I want to see what your thoughts are, Two people we absolutely have to bring back next year, Trey Pipkins and Drew Tranquil, right? And I, it, it still remains to be seen what happens with Matt Filer, but I do think Matt Filer most likely will be traded or not traded away, most likely released. So we'll see how that plays out moving forward. But I'd like to know who you think we should re-sign in, in, uh, in free agency, right? I mean, we've got a lot of players that are available uh, that are about to hit the market. I think last I checked, it was almost 25 or 26 folks, something of that nature. So it's a lot of players right? Half our team essentially um, could potentially walk. So again, what are your thoughts, guys? Um, 
thoughts about Telesco, thoughts about the salary cap. I mean, it's exciting to finally see this organization make some trades or trades movement in the salary cap conversation. And we're finally at that position where we're, you know, Hey, we're making it work financially. Again, Andrew, Bull Bros here. See you guys in the next one.